Welcome. Oh, we nope. Do it again. Nope. Do it again. Nope. Now, nope. We're, now we're recording. Now you. We're now recording. You, yeah. I'm gonna do it. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, you can do it. You can do it. Welcome to Moody Bros. Moody Bros. Moody Bros. Yeah. I'm, Here da- we I'm dancing. Are. Yes. You we can. need theme music. You we can. need theme music. We might need theme yeah. music eventually. Uh, we're getting our cover art worked on. Our new cover art. Ah. Uh, we should find someone that beatboxes. Yes, like the intro to Workaholics. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, gotta, gotta be fresh. But ours would be way, way better than that. Probably not. It, I, I don't know anything about beatboxing. But let me just tell you what. I started watching this show on Hulu. It's called Abandoned. And on the second is it the second episode or the first episode? One of the guys has his own rap, but it's called gibberish rap or something like that. And he doesn't actually use real words, but he raps. So is it even rapping if you're not using real words? Because part of rapping is being able to like play on words and rhyme and do the thing. And if you're just like, I'm a rapper. But isn't that what mumble rappers do? Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not a rap connoisseur. I'm I'm not uh, an authority on rap music by any means. Although I have a major girl crush on Megan the Stallion. Have you looked who she is yet? Negative Ghostwriter. She's she's a rapper out of Houston, and I think she's awesome. And she's like probably like. I don't know, like her body's real. She doesn't look like she's had injections. Speaking of injections, you know I went off on my Kylie Jenner rant earlier this uh, week. Um, and I just have to I say, le- huh? Did, did I miss it? You missed it. It was in the, it was in the group chat, Rachel. I'm sorry. The group chat. <laughs> what day was it? Because I might have an explanation for why I missed I it. I don't actually remember. <laughs> it might have been okay. Monday. But I just wanted to say, I don't know if you knew this, but Kylie Jenner just released a skincare line a few weeks ago. And it's just like, it sold out immediately, of course. As I've everything. heard very terrible things. Yes. it's It just blows my mind, though, because it's like she's posting pictures of her skin with no makeup. And of course, she has flawless skin. But it's not because of her skincare line that she just produced that includes a walnut scrub, which every esthetician will tell you is not good for your skin. It's like, it just blows my mind that like, she really thinks that, I mean, and hey, she's probably not wrong. There probably is somebody out there who's like, if I use these products, my skin will look like that. No. If you make as much money as Kylie Jenner, you can literally have the world's greatest estheticians, plastic surgeons, doctors, whoever mm-hmm. doing procedures to your face and getting you the best technology and products for your face. And it's just like, are people this fucking stupid? Are they this fucking stupid? I don't know. Yes, yes I yes, think they it's are. because because so when a celebrity endorses things, you know they they just really like the. Li- I don't know if I like these headphones. Um, they they like the lifestyle and they make the assumption that these people are using or promoting the project the product because they love it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Instead of making it themselves and probably never using it. Because once again, like you said, any esthetician worth their weight would know that you're not supposed to fucking use walnut scrubs. Walnuts. 
Um, yeah, no, it's just, it's just nuts that go on the walls. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I'm actually not sorry. (laughs) Wall nuts, nuts for your walls. That would be a very awkward place to see, to see nuts. Would it? Eh, I just did a mental picture. Yeah, I don't think you said it's not. What kind of nuts are we talking about? Like pecans? You mean pecans? Pecans. What about macadamias? They expensive, but ooh, they tasty. They are. Have you ever had uh, macadamia nuts on a pizza before? No, that sounds fucking weird, but I'm going to guess you're going to tell me it's good. It's fucking delightful, but only <laughs> only if you like pineapple on your pizza. I do like pineapple on my pizza, so maybe you're onto something here. I am. I am. Pro it, it was at a pizza, pizza place that I used to. It was at a pizza place I used to frequent. That was the Hawaiian. They had a Canadian bacon, which is fancy for ham. Look at this and ham, but it's ham. from Canada. <laughs> Is it? Um, but yeah, yeah. And then I it think I'm idea. having a panic attack. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we're uh, we're closing on our house on Monday. Ayo, you did it. You uh, did the thing. Fucking barely, dude. Fucking no, you did barely. it. You, I mean, it's been it's been tough, but you fucking did it, bro. Yeah. And yeah. they can't back out because they're out of their option period. It's and your house now. God. Close it's on your the fucking house. problem. Not that it's anything wrong. They're just being no. super nitpicky again. And they've just been a pain in the ass. And we're bleeding money for these fucking people. Heck it rude. Hold on. <sighs> Matt just sent me a message. I should probably update the squad on. Uh, and by the squad, I mean our listeners. On what happened to my dear little firstborn yesterday. We were down by the river. Having some fun. In a van down by the river. <laughs> Dirty brown water trash. No, we were just hanging out by the river having a good time with Brooke and Andy and the kids. And they had this slide that had like a giant frog. And you go through the frog's mouth down the slide into the river. And I, this was probably Betty's like 20th time going down the slide. So like hours had gone by when this happened. But anyway, she slipped and like busted her knee. And needed stitches. And her first thing when she sees it, the first thing that that, that they did wrong was Matt said, oh, that's bad. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, you just said that. And um, you could see the tissue underneath. And she Ugh. thought it was her bone. She was like, I can see my bones. It's bad. It's bad. I can see my bones. We were like, no, baby, that's not your bone. That's tissue. She's like, why are there tissues in my body? And she, it was really, she was panicking. She was like, why did this have to happen today of all days? Like full panic drama mode. Anyway, she got three stitches. She's milking the hell out of it, which, you know, at a girl, wouldn't you want to milk? The shitty thing is she can't go to gymnastics camp. So like she's been, you know, she's not liking that. But yeah, anyway, kid gets stitches. So that is a rite of passage in my mind that you were doing something so fun outdoors that you fell and busted your knee and had to get stitches. That sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. I mean... Uh, I had stitches once. I cut my toe open practicing ballet, and now I can't bend that toe. Is that the only stitches you've ever had to have, bro? I had stitches in my C-section. Oh, those but, are some those are some baller stitches. Those are the real deal. Uh, but once again, I can't bend that toe because I sliced the tendon. Oh, that's right. That's your that's your uh your dead toe. We'll call that your dead toe. 
Like, it's not falling off, but it's not, it's not there anymore. Like, its soul is gone. It died. It is, it is turning colors. I'm just kidding. Oh. No, it's not. <laughs> but I like calling it a dead toe. I like that. It's your dead toe. Dead Rachel toe, Fred toe. Dead toe. That Rachel. sounds like a band. Ooh, Rachel and the dead toe. I'm here for it. If you develop if, any sort of if, musical ability in the near future, well, let's do it. So, speaking of musical ability, Zach asked me what I wanted for my birthday. Musical ability? A, a banjo. <gasps> Dude, a banjo would really take, like, your whole aesthetic to the next level. It's very on brand for you. you. Thank you. And also, I mean, the kids love... Lennon, there's a music video uh, with the Dead South that uh, Lennon just loves because the girl plays the banjo and um, I think it's called Cocaine. Well, you know, they used to give cocaine to babies. They did. We I'm, actually watched something recently. I'm not, uh, I'm I'm not I'm, condoning giving cocaine to babies. No, we know, we know well, better now, but just, you know, just no, to, absolutely. Be, to be fair, Moody Broads doesn't to not be fair. Yeah. To be fair, we don't condone, condone baby cocaine usage. Plus, babies are already, like, kind of cranky and stay up all night, so, like, they don't need uppers. I agree, because I don't know what's happening in my life right now, mm-hmm. but fucking kids. What are they, they doing? Uh, well, Lena has recently decided that she doesn't want to go to sleep in her crib, and she just screams for... She doesn't scream. She cries. But not like the real cry with tears. Sometimes she's she angry. Just cries. She is angry. And then um, Baxley's just been waking up from his naps. Super angry. Well, he just wakes up super angry. Doesn't matter if it's from morning or. And so then today he's been super clingy. And he doesn't want to be away from us in any capacity. So he's straight up like we went outside. We're still trying to get settled. We're cleaning yeah. up the garage. I'm going to start. I made, I've made a few goals for myself. For my impending 31st birthday. And in order to do that, I need my gym set up. So we spent the day doing that. And a lot of the time, I heard the kid crying at the door, screaming, fussing. That's frustrating. It's it's like developmental and situational because you did move. And that was a big transition. And babies are like, wait, is this change? Do you know what this needs? Some more stress. Let's scream all the time. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, so that's a fun thing. We went to the beach yesterday and the kids loved it. So that was, that was really exciting. But I have some things, current events that I want to talk about. Tell the world. Oh my gosh. So we all know what my Super Bowl is. The Mueller Report. Yes. I am finally settled in enough where I'm going to download it to my iPad and read it. You're going to read it. And 11 pages of it. That is a novel, um, but go on. With that being said, Mueller is set to testify. He said he wasn't going to, but I th- believe he's going to testify in front of a grand jury. Um, the findings out of his report, which is, <sighs> I told Zach, maybe it's because, well, so my mom actually called around uh, to her cons- her representatives while we were in Idaho, and uh, nobody had read the Mueller report. Huh. If you're a sitting member of any sort of government and you have to be making choices, you should fucking read it. There is no excuse for you not to read it. So anyways, uh, 
uh, Robert Mueller is going to be testifying in front of a grand jury in Congress, I believe, regarding his findings. And even um, when we were in Idaho in uh, last month, he Idaho. Go on. Idaho. Did you hear that? Nope. Was it me like... saying Idaho? No. But anyways, he basically said that he, so, you know, Donald Trump, we all know how big of a fan I am of Donald Trump. He was saying big that there's fan. no. Biggest fan ever. Hugest. Hugest. Huge fan. Uh, anyways, so he, Robert Mueller, had said, if we thought that we could clear the president of obstruction of justice, we would have said so. And yet here we are. Donald Trump's like, no collusion. They didn't outright come and say it. Well, the funny thing is you can't indict a sitting president. So you, what the, I want to know where common sense is at these days because some people just don't, they don't fucking. Common sense is gone, my friend. People it buying walnut what? scrubs for their face. Ugh. It's gone. There is no common sense anymore, homie. There is no common sense. Anyways, the other thing I wanted to talk about, which we all know my second favorite book, the Bible. Um, <laughs> Go on. Anyways, so uh, last week, I don't know. My days are pretty skewed. Uh, last week or the day? week before, they found a 40,000 year old wolf head. Yes. Because the uh, the the ice, uh, what's it? The permafrost is melting, which is bad, very very bad. <laughs> Everything's However, fine, Rachel. Everything, everything's it fine. Is. Go on, go everything's on. fine. Anyways, so I was like, this is cool as shit because it still has, it's uh, it, it still has. Uh, well, it's not liquid; it's fucking frozen. But it um has. Has fur. Fluids. It has fur. It still has skin. And it's 40,000 years old. And you know what? People were like, the Bible says the earth is only 6,000 years old, so this can't be real. And someone else was like, that looks like a common wolf head. I thought evolution or something like that. If that looks like a regular <laughs> dog head, I'm like, oh, is this for real? And some people were <laughs> going like, well, Jesus says that's not possible. So go fuck yourselves. Okay. Yes. Yes. Let's. So then I delved deeper into how they, uh, th so carbon dating only goes back like 30, 30,000 years, if I'm not, because then once like that, uh, the, the carbon isotopes have like a certain sh shelf life, if you will, and the carbon dating can't go back any farther than that. So then they started, they start using radioactive isotopes. I don't know. Science. It's fucking cool. Nerding out over it. Also, I listened to on our way. Excuse me. On our way to Idaho, I listened to the the Book of Revelations, uh, last podcast on the left. That's a good one. Their wow. their series on that is really good. It was so good. And then I told my super Catholic grandmother that I'm not like religious, and she said she'll pray for me. And I said you can. I have one other person who said that they would pray for me because I'm a baby killer and I, because I'm pro-choice. Right. Also let's, to be clear, you've never killed a baby. So no, let's just no. uh, make that very clear. You've well, never, I mean, I've, I've, I mean, I've had a couple of miscarriages, so does that count? I mean, there are I don't know. some extremists it, out there who would say that, yes, that is, that, that is that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's the slippery slope we're on. 
this it it is such a fucking slippery slope regardless i just mind your own fucking uterus that's my i want to get that tattooed mind your own fucking uterus but anyways mind it good that spiraled out of control because of religion it, it always does. Girlfriend, it's okay. This is a safe place for you to go. Because that's all I do all the time. I just come in here like, why is anybody about Kylie shit? Um, well, while we're on the topic of, uh, well, I mean, we went from politics to, to wolf heads to abortion. Did you hear about, hold on now, of course, of course, now that I'm trying to read it, it's not going to come up. So the Republican Congress member who's, uh, who spent all that, <laughs> all that money having his affairs. Let's talk about that. Oh my God. Yes. I've been following this. So once again, back a couple weeks ago, his wife pleaded guilty because she was using, uh, funds for herself. And Egbert. Don't forget Egbert, their pet rabbit. I, I missed that part. Yes. They have, they have a pet rabbit who needed plane tickets. Uh, so she pleaded guilty to, Mm -hmm misuse and um once again our good old president has coined the phrase political witch hunt so uh you know all republicans i'm not in general i'm stereotyping the majority of our congress yes to be to be very clear here they all fucking suck it's they not just do. the it's republicans all they all fucking suck they all fucking um, suck but anyways so he was like his defense team they're indicting him and they're like, this is a political witch hunt. And then the prosecutors were like, hold my beer while I grab all these receipts and text messages of you sleeping with lobbyists and your staff members and all this money that you spent in Vegas. They like have it down to exactly what he spent the money on, like what oh, kind yeah. of beer he got everything and um yeah margaret hunter his wife uh so it's republican california representative duncan hunter i think he's a prior marine too that's the sad thing come on man but yeah basically you know on top of like being you know unethical and spending campaign funds on personal things a lot of it was uh, so um, spent on extramarital affairs um what what gets me is that you just think you're fucking untouchable? Well, and he's also a staunch believer in, quote unquote, family values. Oh, family, family values. And the Defense of Marriage movie. Act, which defines marriage as the legal union between one man and one woman. To be fair. He can go fornicate himself. Well, yes. You know, it said one. <laughs> one woman. You cannot have so many women. One woman. Although the whole thing is kind of, it almost sounds like his wife, does his wife know about it? I don't know. It kind of, it, it, that kind of sounds like that. Uh, that's the, that's the vibe I was getting from the I mean, the problem here is regardless of what was going on in their marriage, you don't spend campaign finance money on, um, going to Vegas with your side chick. Is that you, you know, you, uh, you're talking about how. This is vehemently, uh, it's, a, it's a political witch hunt, as people are calling it. But, like, did you think they wouldn't find out? Did you honestly think that there wouldn't be traces well, of this? Do you think, especially, there's so much information out there on just about everybody and, and anything. And, you know, it, it, it's dumb that the people that think that... Snapchat really deletes your stuff. It doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, dick like, is in the cloud, bitch. It is in the cloud, and I hope that your penis isn't tiny. 
Or and if it is, send the picture to Rachel. Right. <laughs> For research purposes. We're not going to shame you. We're just compiling research. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Th- to play devil's advocate, I think there are plenty of people who get away with this stuff. 100%. I bet that you'd probably find a, a majority of people um, involved in politics are probably spending. Like, oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely. And um, people probably with a lot more power than a representative, um, a state representative, um, yeah. are, are doing the same thing. So he probably thought maybe he could get away with it. But, I mean, it's like you said, like, all it takes is one person who doesn't like you getting a hold of the information and you is screwed, brother man. And also, why did Egbert need a plane ticket? Why did Egbert? Why did you, why did you name your rabbit Egbert is a I better question. I don't know that we should shame them for their rabbit naming abilities. I think Egbert's about as, I mean, it's not the it's not the worst. I guess it makes sense if it was an Easter bunny. Yeah, but. Oh, Egbert. You see what I did there? Yeah, he's you see Egbert. That? Yeah, but I, you know, Rachel, bunnies don't lay eggs. So, um, I don't know if you knew How that. How do you know this? I, okay, nope, you're right. I don't, I don't have definitive proof that they don't ever lay eggs. It's just that I've never seen or heard of one laying an egg. But you're right. I had this argument with Matt the other day where I was like, you can't tell me ghosts aren't real when you don't have proof that they're not real. And he's like, but I don't have proof that they are real. I'm like, yes, but not having proof that they are real does not mean that they aren't real. Um, so on the same uh, on the same note as that, I think in Britain, once again, last month when I had time to catch up on all my news, in the UK... <laughs> Ghost uh, news! <laughs> there was a zoo. And the zookeeper one of the zookeepers goes in to feed the Burmese python or whatever type of python it was. And it sees a bunch of small wiggly nope noodles. The snake in there was female. It was the only snake in there. And apparently it laid an egg and duplicated its genes and created a child, a little baby nope noodle with the exact same DNA. So it's essentially a clone. clone? Minus, minus the science part. So... Right, right, it's right. possible rabbits can lay eggs. That's all I'm getting at. Oh, so we were on the rabbits. This had nothing to do with ghosts. <laughs> this was this was rabbit facts. Um, I, no, you're right. You're right. I have no proof that rabbits can't lay eggs. I think that's all in the same realm. I, I mean, yeah, rabbits, ghosts, like, rabbits. But you've never eggs. seen a ghost. You well, I don't. I mean, I think you. We have some pretty freaky ghost stories. I'm telling you, my um, dad was ne- definitely messing with my fire alarm in the house, smoke detector. And my husband's one of those people who's like, no, no, when we die, we we done, we dirt, we feed the plants. It's the circle of life. And I'm all like, no, my dad be ghost. Yes. Yes. Also, speaking of, now this is another really cool thing I learned. Um, in Seattle, you can actually, uh, have we talked about this before? You can actually have your body turned into dirt. So they have. Um, what? Uh, when you're dead? It was kind of. Yeah. Okay. So instead okay. of, to it's be better clear. for the environment. Um, they're essentially mulching you. So they put your body in right. with a bunch of a bunch of other mulch and microorganisms and then over the course of 30 days the mulch and, and the microorganisms break down your body and you become one with the mulch well i guess i shouldn't say mulch you become one with the earth 
Is that a bird? I'm really in, trying. To, is that a, a bird at your house or a bird at my house making that noise? I have my window open. That's it's my house. your bird. It's ah, a California ah. bird. Um, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I've seen people who like who who like when they uh, they pass away, they really want to be made into like a pod that you put in the ground that sprites mm-hmm. sprouts a tree. Um, I mean, aren't ashes basically the same thing as? Okay, this is oh, this is maybe the most fucked up thing I've ever said on this podcast, but like. Do We've said a lot of things. Yeah. Do human ashes carry the same properties as, say, diatomaceous earth, where it's good for the ground, chickens can bathe in it because they take dust baths. So, I mean, technically, anybody who's cremated and put in the ground, technically, <laughs> even being bad. Ba- no, that's not true because we well, pump no, them full so of those, so with, many things. Yeah. And so with the uh, with fire, as with any, you know, um, if you're if you're firing something up, then that uh, kind of. Um, it releases carbon emissions. Is that where I'm going with that? So Maybe. if you're being create cremated, there's smoke and that's not good for the environment. No, um, but then like your ashes go into the ground or the ocean or the air, whatever people do with them. And then maybe they give back in some way. I, I watched uh, My Strange Addiction where this woman was addicted to eating her ex-boyfriend or her boyfriend's ashes. That was that's, pretty gnarly. That's probably and then not she started okay. running. No, and then she started like running out of ashes and getting upset over it. And I'm like, well, you're eating him. So what? That's gnarly, dude. I know. And there's also another thing. I think this is still in its testing phases, but it's a mushroom suit. So, uh, you it, it's got little fungi spores on it so then when you're buried you become mushrooms i'd be down to become mushroom a mushroom food. i'd be down to become a mushroom yeah. yeah i told zach i think i i think i'd be and so if you want to keep that dirt and you want to plant a plant with your someone's remains you can yeah i mean once you're dead you don't need that body no more Mm-mm. you don't need that body no more my mom now you don't my mom's already told me like when she does she's like spread my ashes in some cool ass places and i was like okay your mom is so fucking cool she is cool um i miss her i mean we only we only hung out like once but i miss her i know well it's like you and and your sister i feel like your mom and my mom really need to connect in some way because they're both like your mom's going through what my mom went through when her and my dad mm-hmm. split up and just, um, you know, di- different situations, but with some similarities. And, um, yep. yeah, man, um, what was I going to say? I found um, something I found that was interesting in the news, news is the that the, uh, the government approved a second controversial sex drug for women. It's a drug that you inject about 45 minutes ahead of time before sex and it's supposed to increase a woman's sex drive it is called oh i'm gonna fuck this shit up it's an injectable drug the generic term is bremelanotide bremelanotide sold as vilisi i'm probably saying all this wrong i'm saying it wrong I, I guess mean, hey, have, man. It, yeah, if you if you have low sex drive and, and you think that that will help, oh shoot, mm-hmm. uh, more power to you. Um, Been we actually study for a, over a decade. Oh, really? Yeah, I hope is, that it works. If, I do if, too. 
Um, but you know, speaking of which, that book that I, I think I brought it up, or I've brought it up on the podcast a few times, but like, I listened to a different podcast where they talked to, um, she actually interviewed the author of the book, Untrue, Dr. Wednesday Martin, and, um, she kind of asserts that most women aren't dealing with the chemical reason for a low sex drive, it's that they're just bored with being with the same person long term. Um, she said it's not the case to everybody. There's plenty of women, but she said that women, I mean, and you have to read the book. I can't sum it up. Uh, yeah. I, can't, I can't do it justice by sitting here and trying to give like a synopsis of the book. But essentially, yeah, yeah. she has a lot of evidence, like concrete evidence to suggest that women um, need novelty in their sex lives more than men do and that we are biologically driven which goes against what most people think is true about women that we need to be settled down and we want commitment and we do everyone likes commitment when you love somebody and you're raising children together and you're trying to get through life but they're talking about like purely sexual she's saying that most women just um get sick of being with the same person so i wonder if a drug like this is going to do the trick if what she says is true who knows more people need yeah. to read that book. It's very interesting because it kind of turns a lot it? of it's called is it un- the one you- yeah it's untrue okay. and she's a uh, what is she? Well, she's a biological anthropologist and she's done a lot of studies on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another um, person I think who supported her um, findings was Helen Fisher who's also a uh, anthropologist who studies human sexuality but anyway I just thought that was interesting because they're talking about how women have low sex drives and they're trying to come up with all these drugs and if it helps people that's fantastic but if what she says is true drugs aren't going to help well it it makes sense uh because you know um I think like you said not everybody now this is this is not everyone I don't think uh but most women especially women with children um you know we have a lot on our plates and the last thing we want to do is initiate sex in a way that we have to do all the work yeah yeah you know what i mean like you're washing dishes and laundry and wiping butts all day and then, so many you know butts. you have to you have to get beautiful I don't, i'm not saying you have to get beautiful you know you know what i'm saying without trying no, to i 100 percent know yeah. what you're saying you know, so does like, every mom out you there don't feel you don't feel sexy you do not and honestly like i was telling uh i don't know what it is uh just with the move and everything like i'm like nah son i mean since we got to california that that's different uh, things are a little things are a little weird right now, but not weird. weird. Like, yeah, I don't know how to explain it without going into detail. Well, I mean, this uh, is our podcast. You can detail whatever you want to detail. Yeah, I does say that this drug made made quite a few women nauseous the first time they took it. Forty percent oh. of women who took the drug felt nausea the first time they tried it in studies, and the drug also increased blood pressure in some women. The agency doesn't want women to take it more than eight times a month. What you think about it is that's, a, a, that's twice, a lot that's, of sex. That's, that's, that's a lot that's of twice sex a week. You gonna get you some girl. Um, that's how you get pregnant. What do you think of the? Because I've heard I've heard this from a few different people who are experts in the field that the more sex you have, the more sex you want. Do you believe that's true, or do you believe it's the opposite, where the longer you go without sex, the more you want the sex? 
Uh, I feel like I'm a weird case as far as that that goes because the longer that I go, the bitchier I get. Zach calls it my attitude adjustment because I turn in. It's sexual frustration. Yes, and I'm not nice. Absolutely not nice. Um, Unnice. I don't know. Like, so, I, I mean, there's two different sides to that coin. So, like, while we were trying to make a baby... Oh, like that's actually the worst. That kind the of sex is the worst. And that kind of stuff. It really is. But I I mean, it was to the point where I didn't want to have sex for fun. It was just like, all right. Because you're so tired of having, of doing it to, it was, it became a chore. It was something that wasn't yeah. fun. And so then, you know, obviously after we had the twins, we had to go through those, those motions, the hormones and the, all that stuff that goes along with having a, having a baby or in my case, Two babies. Double baby. Um, but yeah, so like, I, I didn't, we were fairly regularly and I didn't want to. I mean, I wanted to in the, in the sense that that's bio, biologically, but it wasn't for fun. It wasn't for pleasure. You know what I mean? And oh, I think, yeah. honestly, uh, and, and so now it's all about pleasure. I'm not trying to make any more babies. No, I'm getting rid no, of baby shit. Yeah, once you get rid of the baby stuff, though, be real careful. Be real careful. Because there's something that makes you get pregnant when you decide to get rid of all your baby stuff. I know. Well, I'm hoping the four-year plan doesn't fail me. Nah, you good. You got got some of that BC up in you. You got that BC. Yeah. The rod. Not the, not, it's the, it's the implant. Yeah, maybe don't call it a rod. That sounds like the opposite of birth control. You put rods in you, that's how you get twins. (laughs) It's true. I know it's true. Could we like Sounds make good. this into an ASMR podcast? I was just gonna say. We think the same uh-uh. way. Uh-uh. I know. So I started watching yeah. that abandoned show, and um, <clears throat> I was I put it on, and I was like, oh my god, Rachel! And I texted you, and then I started it, and my mom goes, I bet you Rachel would love this show. You I should tell her mom. about it. And I said, I already texted her. It was really fascinating. Um, so the the I watched three episodes. The first one was Dead Balls. Um, Dead that balls. one was very interesting. Yeah. So one of the malls in um Ohio. So like Ohio had a big boom. Um, and then uh the. I don't even know what happened. They were talking about, and and so also I watched that. I've been watching that Adam ruins everything. I'm all about the fucking educational programming right now. Like, man, I don't know. I've been wanting to like watch stuff, but then I'm like, eh. So I watched a documentary about sugar and all the added sugar in our foods and stuff. And it was fucking fascinating as all get out. And it really just fueled my desire to go back to school. And I think I want to become a nutritionist for children. Do it. Like, well, so I was talking like this one, this one girl, she was overweight, she's 12 and obese. And she's like, I work out. She said, I swim four times a week. I take my dogs for walks and she's 12 years old. Oof. And she's like, I, I can't lose weight. And it just broke my heart. Um, and so then her mom was talking about the kind of foods that she feeds her. And her mom was like, I use cereal as a meal replacement because it has lots of fiber in it. Yeah. Mm, lots of it sugar, broke, mama. It broke my heart. And so, um, yeah, it just was. And I was talking about all the fast food options in school. And, you know, if you're a, if you're a kid, like you're not going to. It's a treat, you know. Um, and so if you're if you have access to it all the time and you don't. It's you're going to you're going to eat that. 
you know yes so it just was it was a, it was really hard but so um anyways i watched the that abandoned show and um that was talking about the the boom um the economical boom in ohio and then the uh then the adam ruins everything was talking about how they shopping malls came to be and how with the they can't change to keep up with online no. uh, line no, shopping they, they certainly cannot yeah and, and so that's what and, they and, did yes uh, so it was just really, really fascinating. Yeah, um, I think that's part of the reason I like Dead Mall so much is the whole, the, the context, the, the the history around it. Um, like malls came up in the uh, 70s and 80s and especially like the 80s were like the big, um, you know, we were in like an economic like um, boom, like people, hmm. what did they call the 80s? It's just like um, people were buying things in the 80s and 90s. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so... Now, not only are people not buying things as much, but then, like you said, online shopping has kind of fucked it all up well, for everybody. But, and and once again, a lot of that goes back to the fact that uh, inflation, everything's more expensive than it used to be, but our uh, our, our wages incomes. are staying the same. Yep. Yeah. Our we wages don't have as much expendable same. income. The, and the mm-hmm. middle class does not have as much expendable income, I should nope. be and, clear but about that's, that. that's that's what those malls are geared towards is yes. the middle class the middle class yeah. and mm-hmm. and so if they don't have money to spend you know uh they're not gonna have there's there's no buying you know yeah. i think so there's also some things about malls that kind of just kind of were, are, have become off-putting and i don't i mean i remember hanging out at the mall a lot as a teenager because it's like our our i feel like our generation was probably the last generation to really do that um because yeah. like in the last 10 years they've really kind of they're starting to they fizzle out more and more and there's less and less malls that are actually like a actual spot to hang out at but you go into them and um those people who are like can i straighten your hair can i rub this dead sea salt all over your hands like it's become less of a appealing place to hang out for many reasons Uh, on top of the fact that it's just easier to go on an app on your phone and literally click ship two-day shipping it's at my house i didn't have to walk past anybody i didn't have to park i didn't have to walk in i didn't have to buy any other shit i didn't need but then it kind of makes me Mm -hmm. sad because i took my kids to uh the mall once and like we never go to the mall because like i said i i don't i don't enjoy it but we took them there and they were like had so much fun and it was one of those things where yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, wait, I remember that this actually used to be a really fun thing you could do, like make it into like an afternoon. And now I'd rather mm-hmm. just use Amazon. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of Amazon. So I started a garden and um, I bought uh, I <laughs> that Home Depot didn't have any of the uh, starter cells, um, the germination trays or whatever so i was like well i'll just go and get one from somewhere nearby and then i was laying in bed and i was like amazon and it was here the next day and i started my garden and i drank lots of champagne my mom's like uh you're pretty toasty i'm like uh we had lots of champagne it was delightful and then she said so zach and i have been obviously under a lot of stress especially with this whole selling a house thing that'll do it um yeah, it's been it's been real bad. Uh, we had to um, hire a roofer to come out uh, because they didn't like how things were fixed and they were just fucking assholes. Yeah. Um, 
And they were upset that we didn't hire a professional in the first place. Well, it's not something a professional needs to do. And not to mention, you don't have to have a con, you don't have to have a license to be a roofer. So explain to me what the difference between a handyman and a professional roofer is. How much Mm -hmm. money you have to spend. Yeah, pretty much. Um, But anyways, uh, so (laughs) Zach came in and he said, I think it'll be really good when I go back to work. Uh, (laughs) I think it'll it'll be better for our relationship because we've just really been um, at each other's throats lately. And uh, it it was nice to kind of let loose a little bit and relax and not think about all the bajillion boxes that need to be unpacked or how (laughs) we don't have any room or anything or the fact that these buyers are being fucking awful people. And, uh, yeah, so, and I was actually, I wanted to reach out to our, uh, our listeners, like, how do you handle that stress? Like, I'm not good under stress. I get headaches. I get sick. I don't eat. Uh, I'm not nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not a generally nice person. And so I don't, uh, I, I just wonder how other people deal with it. Like, how do you... So, I mean, we try to stop and, and talk and be like, hey, really sorry. I think most people being... just gr- grin and bear it. They do what you've done, except they don't talk enough. And then they just fight more. Yeah. Like, um, getting the house ready to sell was very stressful for Matt and I. And um, now it's going to be stressful on the other end, moving and getting settled into a new place because we're probably going to have to rent an apartment for two months before our house is finished being built and just stuff like that. And I don't know how people, uh, I mean, I know lots of people do it. My parents did it more times than I can count. They, yeah. moved, they moved every one to three years, every single time. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think recognizing that it's sucky helps because then you're like, I'm acting crazy. Oh, wait. This is why I'm acting crazy. I'm going to reel in the crazy. Just reel it in. Reel it in. Yeah. Reeling in the crazy. I get to have surgery again four days after we move out of this house. So super stoked about that. Yes. But at least now I know what to expect from the surgery. And I'll tell you what. This bitch. Tell you what. I'll tell you what. This bitch ain't never taking prednisone again unless my life fucking depends on it. That shit fucks me up. Yeah, it's a pretty... That's a pretty awful drug to have to take. Awful. It God, I felt so miserable on it. I feel like that was the worst part of the whole surgery because ultimately I felt better after surgery than I did right. beforehand because I was in so much pain beforehand. So anyway, yeah. Oh, let me see here. Well, it makes you feel better. We're still waiting on the appraisal on our house and it's been um uh. like it's been over. I think it's been 10 days. Maybe two weeks. I don't know. It's taking a really long time. And the lender is not very. The lender is what we say very uncool. So, you know, it's just, you know, I can't complain. It's been relatively stress free. Uh. After we got the house, <laughs> after we got the house ready to go, it was very stress free. Our buyers seem like mm. really nice people. They're not nitpicky. Ours are fucking nitpicky. You're like, like mega nitpicky. Well, so, um, you know, in the repair list, they asked us to take down the satellite dish. So I, we employed your husband, our handyman, to take down the satellite dish. Yes. That's all that was literally specified. It says take down, remove satellite dish. Uh, There's an internet antenna on top of the house that I have asked our internet company to take down a multitude of times and they've yet to fucking do it. They don't do this. So we get... We get a, a call saying um, that uh, the antenna is still up. And I said, 
or the 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 satellite and i was like no it's not not still up and she's like well what's in the picture and i said you can tell them that they didn't fucking specify that they wanted the internet and antenna down furthermore out where that house is you can't fucking get good internet good luck so with they're, gonna dish, bitch. they're gonna need that fucking antenna up there but i can go fuck myself so it just really it was crazy and so then they wanted us to fix the septic to the tune of twenty two hundred dollars i was like you know what we have already a it's not that big of a deal i called the septic company yesterday and the lady or the day before yesterday when the lady i talked to she was like this is the dumbest thing i've ever heard oh yeah no, when you showed me the list of things they wanted done, I was like, oh, this is the dumbest shit in the world. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. certain things that okay. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Go for it, for Ab- sure. Absolutely. Um, and so, uh, you know, we were able to offer a $500 concession. Um, and so that that was nice. But good Lord, like, uh, we're already giving forth an extra $1,000 for the closing yep. costs yep. and this and that and this and that and this and that. And so... Um, you know, if they would have just asked us for the big stuff, we would have graciously accepted. But we literally did none of the big stuff except for two things because they asked for all this other petty stuff. Like, yeah. if you give me the option to pick and choose, I'm going to fucking pick and choose. And so it would just really... Um, Monday is... So I'm doing a sugar detox that's going to start on the 1st of July. And this is after you close. Uh... Oh, shit. Wait till after you close. Monday's the first. God damn it. You need to not close. Maybe I'll do it on the second. There you go, darling. (laughs) Do it on the second. Because the day of closing, you're going to want to have a nice big drink and say, we fucking did it. We're done. Hallelujah. How many times are you writing meow on that side over there? I'm not. I'm drawing a filly hour. Brown oh, flower. No. It's a, a brown, brown flower. Brown flower. I was going to make a dirty perfect. joke about a brown flower, but I'm not going to. I realized that as I said it, I was like, Rachel's going to say something. <laughs> because I know you and I loves you. Oh, my gosh. So, I um, what else was I going to say? I read a really um, weird, what's it called? Um article on the Cosmo website because sometimes I'll peruse before we're going to because I can find some really junky junk on there and it was that junk, that, junk. that article essentially written by a girl who's like I've cheated on all my boyfriends in my 20 and I have no regrets and I'm not saying that I mean and this is coming from somebody like I've I've cheated before so not not coming from a holier than thou spot it's definitely yeah it's it's something that most of us have done and they, we don't feel good about um but like it's something about the tone of like, I'm in my early 20s, so it's okay. No, it's yeah. not. It's it, if you and, and she basically was citing the reasons that I was telling you in that book where Helen or not, not Helen Fisher, I'm sorry, Wednesday Martin asserts that women don't actually lose their sex drive so much as they get bored of having sex with the same person over and over again. And that's basically what this girl was saying. She's like, I thought my sex drive was gone, but turns out I just wanted to screw other people. And I'm like, that's when you a break up or yeah. b be honest with the person you're about and figure out some sort of arrangement if that's what you need mm-hmm. to do but something about the whole like i'm young so it's okay i'm like still right. it's not okay any more than it's more okay or, or it's it's not okay any more that it's any that's that's no more true than saying that cheating gets worse as you get older and like it's always shitty and that's like the thing is yeah. like people would rather cheat than be honest about what they want 
and that article really rubbed me the wrong way, man. Just like this oh, whole like I kind of started reading it, and I'm just uh, it's it's definitely. Um, I mean, I I admire her honesty. Uh, that was a pretty ballsy thing to put out on the yeah. internet. Um, yeah, definitely. Because most uh, people don't don't you know look at cheating right i'm just saying i just i don't like this idea that like your 20s or your youth or whatever it is i mean and and i say your 20s like with a a little bit of like uh, with a little bit of sarcasm because you and i were both married in our 20s um and like early 20s early 20s so like this whole like oh i'm in my 20s so it's okay to cheat no and like it just blows my mind because i'm like you're dating a person like i almost can understand how affairs happen in marriage before I can understand mm-hmm. why people cheat on their boyfriends and girlfriends. Because it's like, you yeah. call them and you say, excuse me, I would like it to break up. It's a lot more complicated when you are want to leave a marriage. Yeah. Absolutely. Just, oh, gosh, I should link that article so people can read it. But something about it, I was just like, uh-uh, honey, you think no excuse for being yeah. a dirtbag? No, I am. Um, you know, is that who was it? I actually, it wasn't you and I that were having the conversation. I was talking with someone about being married early. Um... So I, I, I married Zach when I was 23. We met when I was 22. But I was single, like, uh, I say single. I did have a, an on and off boyfriend. Um, you were unmarried. That I was yeah, I was, I was unmarried. Um, and I stayed pretty, you know, I had fun with it. Uh, but I just, um, I made sure that if I, that for me, now you can either agree with this or disagree with this. If we have not had the talk, you are my boyfriend, I am your girlfriend. If we're just casually seeing each other, it's fair game to do whatever I want. Now, that I'm not saying that is fair game to go out and blatantly be disrespectful towards the other person, but if we've gone on a couple dates and we You're not you know have Yeah, yeah, ex- the exclusivity. Um, but once you have that conversation, then it becomes I, I, it becomes something, something more for me, for me. Um, I know that it's not that way with everybody. Like I went out on one date with this guy, his name is Ian. And, uh, um, we had one date and it was, it was subpar. Like we bonded over music or whatever. And, um, oh God. Uh, so then I'm pretty sure I've told this story before. I went to go hang out with a couple of my coworkers, uh, like, couple, like two or three nights later, and he called me and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm getting ready to go out. And he's like, where? I'm like hanging out with some of my coworkers. We're going to go out and have a few drinks, do this, that, whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, because it's not like I'm your boyfriend or anything. And he said it really sarcastic. And I was like, you're, you're right. Uh, you're not my boyfriend. And I was like, if that's how things are going to go, then that's not. Nope. I don't think so. Like, to me, it was a very constricting comment to say. Uh, to throw that out there like that. So I was just like, eh, chugging the bucket bucket. And then he brought his new girlfriend into the bar that I worked at and was like, look at my girlfriend. She's like, ah. She's did he say girlfriend girl. or did he say girlfriend? He said girlfriend. Yes, this girlfriend. I hate him less. Yeah, I just, I just think it's a dangerous narrative that mm. when you're young – you can like like she it was I think what bothered me the most about it is that she thought that this was something that she was going to get out of her system in her 20s and that's just not how yeah. it works if you mm-hmm. get bored with monogamy that fast you're in your 20s it's not going to change when you're in your 30s or 40s and that's okay 
if you're being honest with the person you're with. But this whole nonchalant, like, I'm in my 20s and need a lot of sex with a lot of different people, therefore I'm going to cheat, really bothered me because I was like, I think you're about to hurt some people in a very real way because I think you're going to get married and you're going to feel the same way. Yeah. Well, it it kind of reminds me of that. uh, It's that meme, whatever. If you don't... uh, like me at my worst then you don't deserve me at my best yeah. well i mean sometimes we hit low points there's absolutely not without a doubt but been there had being, my low points if you're being a fucking general asshat and expect people to accept your asshattery like as some no. sort of like age thing like yes yeah there there is some validity to the idea that like when we are young like and yeah so early 20s because they say like our brain doesn't even finish like developing mm-hmm. till we're 25 which is wild because i had two kids at 25 and that's why i tell people that's wild you don't realize how young you are to get older and you're like oh shit but anyway like this there is some validity to like you're going to make extra dumb mistakes when you're young. Yes. But like this whole thing where it's like, I'm going to be a horrible person in my 20s, but it's okay. I don't like that. I think that that's a very immature way to think. And I probably shouldn't even say that because she's in her early 20s. And so she, of course, she's going to be immature. She is immature. That's what we all are at that age. Oh, God. What else did I want to tell you? I don't know. Um uh yeah i don't i just i don't know how i feel about that yeah it was a weird article um and i tried to look at these things with an open mind and like i said i'm definitely definitely. i'm I'm much more accepting of what what do they call it consensual non-monogamy than i am of people cheating and acting like it's okay and like i said this is coming from somebody who has cheated and feels bad for it um it's not nice thing to do and it has nothing to do with sex it has to do with betrayal um yeah and and that's and that's the it's not necessarily for for some people it's not about the sex it's about that uh like you said betrayal it's a um for some people sex is uh is a way to show someone you love them um, other people, it's just pure pleasure, yeah. it, it, you know. And so, uh, it, I don't know. Like, I think there's varying degrees of intimacy. That could oh, be completely sure. off base. I don't know. I'm just speaking from my own experiences. I think double uh, dipping is intimate, and people shouldn't do it. Double dipping in a fondue is a fond don't. And that's what I was talking about. I wasn't trying to make a dirty innuendo. I was literally talking about dipping food in other foods and then dipping that same food in the other foods again. When you're sharing with other people is intimate and you haven't asked consent. And therefore it is food assault. I I, I literally was just thinking about the chips and salsa that I bought that's downstairs. We're doing tacos tonight. Mm, so Delicious. Well, I should probably let you get to mm. it. We have been recording for four, 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 five minutes. Yeah, we're killing it. We're killing it. Uh, My back yeah, it, fucking hurts. I feel so fucking old. Um, <laughs> well, uh, we should, if, if people want to make suggestions for content that they want to hear us talk about or research, give me something to research. I like research. And then I could be like, hey, I'm doing this research for the podcast instead of like, hey, I read weird I'm shit for about fun. aliens. Yes. Uh, also, just real quick, uh, 
aliens. Fucking Navy. Oh, I know. No, yeah. If the Navy is being debriefed on how to deal with aliens, I mean, it's just ignorant to believe that we're the only intelligent life forms in the galaxy. Let's just be. This is extra clear there. This, this is this is my thought process here. We're pretty fucking terrible. So they're just waiting until we fucking ruin ourselves, and then they're gonna come in and be like, "This is this is habitable." I heard an interesting theory on a different podcast, and I can't remember which one it was, but a different one I listened to where they were like, they're probably here now. There probably are some of them among us, and they're just trying real hard to fit in because they think we're fucking crazy. And they've seen the movies on how we deal with aliens, and they don't want to get hurt. So think about that. Think about I watched Captain Captain Marvel. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Oh, watch it. It's so good. I liked it because I liked all the 90s nostalgia. Oh, I like the 90s. That's nice. Oh, I do too. It's really nice. All right, Rachel. I'm going to let you go cook for your children. I'm not fucking cooking. Zach's doing it. But I'm going to go eat. Hell yeah. You go fucking eat. I'm going to take a bath. Yes. A bath. Do that. A bath. Um, but yeah. So if you guys have any, you know how to shout us out. We have an Instagram. We have a Facebook. We even have an email. Moody Bods. Moody broads podcast at gmail.com yeah yeah so send us your ideas and stuff and and or don't help whatever us. yeah don't, i don't even care yeah, but but also i want to do research and i want to hear from other people what they want us to look at because i mean hey i'm all for looking at weird stuff y'all know that but like, not that's so not a weird we don't want you on some sort of list Although you're probably on a list. You're probably being watched by whoever takes care of the alien issues. They're like, she knows too much. I believe that. She knows too much. Good night, Mr. FBI man. We love you, Mr. FBI man. His name's probably Tom. Tom's a good name for an FBI man that monitors my Google searches. Good night, Tom. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.